up? This is Randy with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark, raving, mad. And this one still, hey, we're back on the desktop, so we have the theme music. Duh, you probably heard that already. And we have Lincoln back, and he's back, even though he's still, he's technically not back back because he's still on the left coast at his mom's house eating dinner in the laundry room on like a file box and a tray table. Um, but we're talking, I mean, I and also apologies again to Lincoln for texting him at I think what is 4.30 his time, because what is time? So clearly I still, as Franklin can attest to, have no concept of time zones. Thank God I have many people in many time zones, because then I just call or text people randomly, hoping they're up, because does anybody even sleep anymore still? Nobody sleeps. Nobody knows what day it is. And nobody, what is time? There is no time. And we've all gone mad. We've all gone down the rabbit hole in Alice's Wonderland. And here we are at the Mad Hatter's Tea Table, uh, talking about... Trump having fucking COVID, like karma kicked in the door. I've been here before. Yo, wave it, forget waving the 4-4. She came in waving the COVID. And now all of a sudden, it's so convenient. Trump's referring to it as COVID and not the China flu, the China plague, the China virus. They all have it. Nobody knows how many people Hope Hicks, the trash panda, exposed before she knew she had it, when she was asymptomatic, walking around, no mask, in the plantation White House. I am hoping... Being t- I, will, I am through this entire podcast as if you wouldn't have known this already, taking the lowest road possible. Lincoln takes the higher road, high-ish, which is understandable. Um, he has a reputation to protect. I have absolutely zero reputation and give zero fucks. Uh, so I hope every motherfucker has it, doesn't spread it to anybody innocent or anyone at the, you know, any anybody that, like the White House press corps or the people that are there trying to do their jobs to report the news to the people, like the camera people or the truck people or any of the working people. Everybody else, fair fucking game. It is what it is, motherfuckers. So um, Lincoln will take us on a walking, talking tour of, is it downtown San Francisco? I'm guess I'm going to go with downtown San Francisco. I don't even know if there's an uptown San Francisco. I am sure someone from the left coast, like Lincoln or Franklin or Blue, will correct me uh, if I'm wrong, which I'm pretty sure that I am wrong this time, uh, which doesn't happen often. Uh, And he's going to walk and talk us through the streets of San Francisco um, while he gets in his exercise, Sans, Isis, who is his dog, uh, until he comes back to the right coast. Uh, And we got a lot. I mean, we're going like, is it a conspiracy theory? Is it convenient? Is it, you know, I mean, hello, irony? Did irony ever really die? Because irony is going to kill us. If if COVID doesn't kill us, it's going to be irony. Irony is back, bigly. And what's even better than that is, is Lincoln. Lincoln talking, walking, giving us a tour, and taking us to task on how he sees this playing out. So I'm going to let the tour begin. Please, um, you know, maybe Google a map of San Francisco. You might, while you're reading this, want to Google the places Lincoln's talking about. It could be kind of interesting. It's literally like a choose-your-own-adventure book, but Lincoln actually chooses the adventure for you. Uh, without, with, with, with me now shutting up, here, here's Lincoln, still on the left coast, uh, still taking the time to uh, to let it rip and drop in some and drop in some facts and some knowledge and uh, yeah here here comes here comes a little early morning crack a lack of dawn walking tour of San Francisco Linky and the great COVID conspiracy of 2020. So right now Lincoln is walking on not on sunshine. Hey, I have you on flip. This is Geary Boulevard, which is the main east-west thoroughfare in San Francisco. And that way, to the west, goes all the way to the beach, to the Pacific Ocean. That's the northern, that's the westernmost corner of North America. And that way, east goes downtown. Are you are you safe out? This is a dumb question. I know there's not a person, but is that safe, Lincoln? Well, yeah. Okay. 
You don't have your yeah. little Sh- Donna Shalali thing, so I was a I little. I don't have my grandfather. I do not have my grandfather's Shalali. Although I am, this is my. Although my mother would probably be happy if I. I did. totally forgot that you were still out there. I apologize for texting you yeah. at like the ass crack of dawn, but I can't. I couldn't. This is insane. This is. I can't. Yeah. I can't decide if okay. we go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole first, or if we just talk about the fact that he has it. And that he is, with all of his underlying conditions and the mini strokes that I'm convinced that he had, this is the beginning of the end, or that it's a plot by, like, the Republicans in, in the world to, like, this is his out. He knows he's getting his ass kicked six ways to Sunday. He's like, yo, I'm tapping out. Give me COVID. Tell everybody I have COVID, and then I'll blame it on not being able to have the stamina to okay, continue. So, so let, I don't know. Go. Before we get rolling, a couple things. I'm going to keep you on flip, and I'm going to um, take you. So I'll point out some of the sites as we go by. Okay. Um, I also have to be off the phone by about 6.50 because i got to get ready for my TV thing. All right, that's fine. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so wait, you want to plug your TV thing or you want to do that at the end? Uh, Manhattan Neighborhood Network, the election show, it also streams on uh, Free Speech TV. So okay. It's the, best, it's the best half-hour weekly discussion of the elections around. Two of us are professors of political science. One is a pollster and a political strategist, and it's a very smart group of progressive people, not me, but the other two. Uh, talking about the election every week. Okay, so where do you, where then, do we st- where do we start this shit show of a of an October surprise? Okay, okay. so so it said two things. I was out yesterday with uh, an old old friend of mine, one of my oldest and best friends, uh, sitting about ten feet apart from each other with masks in a park, talking about shit, right? Um, and and we talked about how, for some sense, the best thing for America would be if Trump dies before the election. Now, I don't on a human level, want that. And I certainly want to be very clear. I don't advocate that. What right? happens in that case? Does that automatically put what Pence in the in election? Pence becomes the nominee. Pence becomes the nominee. And Pence, so we're now walking on Clement Street, which is uh, significant because it's my really my favorite street in America. Okay, why? Um, it's a fantastic combination of the best Asian restaurants, the best used bookstore, a great Irish bar, if you like that stuff, some cool boutiques. So, and they have really cool signs here. And I mean, I got one for my mom. I'm going to show you one here. Oh, no, that's not one. I'll find one for you. That, so this neighborhood is called the Richmond, and they have a very, Richmond. And also, this Clement Street also goes out to the, to the beach. And uh, they have a cool sign here, Richmond District for Black Lives Matter. I'm going to bring one back to New York, but I got one for my mom because she lives in this neighborhood. All right, make sure you take a um, picture of it also so that we can post it with the, with the tweet. Yeah, I just rolled mine up, but I, I will. Um, anyway, so... So, so I was just talking about, because if, if Trump does shuffle off his mortal coil, um, Pence becomes the nominee. And Pence, while he's a dangerous, horrible right-wing person, isn't a maniac. And he lowers the temperature on this thing just because that's who Pence is. And that's really very good. Um, you think, you think, Pence, call, you think Pence calls out white supremacists? You think Pence, like, no, can, no, he, the guy I, can't even utter the words Black Lives Matter. But I think he doesn't tweet like a crazy person, you know? He doesn't agitate like a crazy person, and he will recognize defeat. So this but that's crazy, but that's crazy because then it goes so, back into the shadows so, and it goes back underground where right, it still but, percolates. But, but we don't get the post-election violence, which right now is what scares me the most. This bar here is called the Plow and Stars. Okay, good I name. Tw- I went here on my 21st birthday. I think if you get drunk um, enough, you may just get plowed. <laughs> that's right. And it's, it's a great, uh, by a star. And it's a great, uh, for, for many years there, there was a, uh, it's an old line Irish bar, right? And, and for many years, there was a, uh, in the men's room next to the urinal, there was a piece of graffiti, very small, which was written, said IRA equals KGB. And then someone wrote beneath that, go back to Maggie's farm, you limey. Um, I always love that. This is Burma Star, which is uh, 
which is the, the smaller version of one of the most famous uh, Burmese and best restaurants in San Francisco. Are these places um, doing takeout only still? Yeah, yeah, they're all takeout. Okay. They're, 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 re, they're reopening for indoor dining, but I don't know a lot of people. None of my friends. That's are that's going to last all of two. Or, that's going to last all of two a, minutes. It's a bad idea. Here's the Richmond for Black Lives Matter. Can you see it? Oh yeah, pretty cool. With the Golden Gate Bridge and the black black power fist in the middle. Very well designed from an artistic perspective. Exactly. And here's the store where they give away these posters for free. Oh, that's pretty cool. Grab a bunch. A, grab a bunch before give, you come home. I can't grab a bunch because they cost money to produce. They're from the neighborhood. But but this is. I wish I'd give it a shout out. I don't see the name of it. But anyway, give this store. It's next to Giorgio's Pizza. This is Giorgio's Pizza. Um. So. So then, then it was then then I was having dinner at home with my mom, you know, in the laundry room next to the door while she was in the kitchen. And uh, oh, the saddest picture and, ever! But go ahead. And the news came across that Hope Hicks had tested positive, and and we were discussing how there's no way that Trump isn't positive, right? There's no way. But yet he still that, went to a private fundraiser. Because Trump, think of every time this issue hasn't brought up about the COVID and Trump's personal actions. It's always, don't worry, I'm okay, right? I don't care about Donald Trump and on that sense. What I care about is that when he goes, the only thing I care about is rallies are that the people at his rallies go and get get Trump, get COVID, and bring it back to their communities and kill people. That's what scares me. That's what right. I don't want, right? Um, so That makes you a bigger person than me. I'm I'm Team Darwin. I'm, a, I'm 100% yeah, okay with that. they bring it back to their communities and kill innocent people. That's, that's right? true and unfortunate. That's Maybe they should go to like someone, some type of commune right someone goes to a MAGA rally and then like goes to the grocery store in their neighborhood right and gives it to someone else that's what upsets me but anyway here's a here's a uh, there's a lot of these posters too they're very cool art people who've been killed black african americans who've been killed by police that's there's, a, there's some very cool artwork about that here um that's anyway amazing. okay so so we're so and then this is a little too fucking convenient and the story is a little too fucking perfect right Hope Hicks gets it Wednesday, Thursday night, Friday morning, he gets it. Um, right? So so I'm not a conspiracy guy, but this is a little fucking weird for me. Yeah. This is the Blue Danube Coffee House. This is one of my two or three favorite coffee houses in San Francisco. Um, I started going there in 1983 when I was a junior in high school because we read On the Road or something like that and decided we should find a good cafe in San Francisco. There were not many at the time. Um, so we went there and we go there ever since. I haven't gone there this trip. I'm still not comfortable going. So are you leaning, are you, are you, what would your percentage breakdown be of like legit diagnosis versus conspiracy theory or easy way out? Roughly 50, 50. And I'm lumping conspiracy theory and easy way out together. Now, having said that, if remember that for him getting the virus, I mean, I have long said that the best Trump campaign strategy, I'm not pointing at every cool place on the street. Okay. The best Trump campaign strategy is to is to disappear during the campaign and let his campaign media team do the work. And there, Trump last in the debate, I mean, you know, it was a shit show, but he didn't win a single new voter. His rallies don't win a single new voter. The only way they can bring voters around is through their commercials. This is the cafe at the ice cream place I almost bought. Oh no! Oh. See, there's the toy boat, the cool sign. Wow, it's pretty big, Link. It's it's pretty yeah. substantially uh, sized this there. Is, it's all it's all kind of. Oh my God, is that a legit old school tile floor? Yep, old school tile floor, little horse you can ride on. They have they've readjusted. They they moved the things around a little bit to make it a little more to make it COVID safe. Uh, there's a whole bunch of outside tables, which of course aren't aren't outside right now. Oh. Um. So, and then there's a bunch of good dim sum places. This is my favorite uh, Vietnamese sandwich place. There are a lot of good Vietnamese sandwich places. This has the one of being very close to my mother. And I will say this, my mother's place, Cafe Bun Mi. And I will say, if you come here, it's 
It's not the healthiest thing, but get the duck. It's amazing. The duck sandwich. Um, so <laughs> we're going to get all these places to sponsor the podcast so that eventually we can get right. on Sirius XM and like, you know, right. be, be more accessible um, to the millions of people that listen to us. Right. So, so I, th- I really, if, I'm, I'm taking if, the low road. I am too. I mean, it is, and also let's let's make a couple things clear here. First, it's a great story, a dishonest one. What's new? But a great story if he says, "I got it, I beat it." It makes him seem right. strong. But the thing is, again, I keep going back to this. Nobody fucking cares about Donald Trump, right? That's a really important thing for listeners to understand. He has removed, like, no one listens to him outside of the cult anymore because he's blown this on COVID so badly. And people are so sick of him. That's why his poll numbers don't move no matter what he does. There's no one's listening anymore. Which brain trust so, in the which brain trust in the plantation White House do you think could co- if it is a cockamamie scheme, which one do you think drew it together? Oh, this is this is Green Apple Books, which is the best used bookstore in America. Oh, I thought you said they were the ones that drew it together. No, they might I doubt it. They're they're not real Trump people. <laughs> this is Green Apple Books, it's the best used bookstore in America. We're gonna go for a close up. Um, okay. And, uh, and then you can follow the them book. on Instagram, probably. I'm sure they're on Instagram, you so give... On Instagram, you can, you can go, when you're in San Francisco, buy a book. They sell my books here, which is not why they're the best bookstore in America. Black Lives Matter. Here's a look inside. This is a cool, you know, kind of old San Francisco bookstore. Um, I don't know who dreamt it up, but I don't know that it's important. But I do think it is certainly within the realm of shit they could dream up. It's terrifying. Right? It's the first thing I thought. When they were like, Trump has COVID, I was like, oh, bullshit. Right. I'm like, this guy knows he's losing. He hates losing. He's been a loser his whole life. And this is the perfect way for him to get out. And also, there's a lot of... I don't think he gets out. I think he. I think it's the perfect way to rationalize a defeat if it happens. Oh, right? too? Fair? True? Okay. That's, that's. He's not getting out of this race. It's a perfect way to rationalize a defeat. And also, you know, remember that, that, that COVID, like, you know, he's being tested all the time, right? So there, there are varying degrees if you're like in a car with two people with really bad covid for an hour right you're going to test positive and probably be very sick and probably have a pretty severe case right but the research seems to show that if you you know if you have much less ex- limit much more limited exposure you don't get as bad a case right right so we don't know what level of covid yes correct they also, were all talking they were talking about what the viral load is and they were talking about right. that actually in relation to biden being closer right. to him on the stage and what the airflow out of the air conditioning was like and the fact that every one of the trump entourage assholes walked in and directly made a point to walk directly in front of the stage on camera right. without wearing a mask right i mean these are terrible terrible human beings there's no other way around it you know and I really believe that, like, on some level, the fact that, I don't know, Trump, let's say, in, in my fantasy, Biden wins 70-30, right? If that happens, we still decide, I'm putting a mask on an office, people come by. Okay. We have we have 30% of the people that are voting for this this sociopath. And right. that's terrifying, right? There's no, there's no kind of excuse for... Um, well, what do you think about what's going on in Philly right now? I watched that segment on Maddow, and this one guy who stood up against this white... Old, dusty-ass, racist Trumper who in Philadelphia now is trying to create some legislation to create a committee to check on the integrity of the voting while the voting is happening. Like, right. there is I mean, some they, absolute bullshit. Right. They, they are trying. This is These are all maneuvers that you see in authoritarian countries. This is all about stealing the election. That was their only ploy. They cannot win this very But now they Trump can't that. even peddle that back because now all of these assholes right. have put in motion every way for him to win another four years, and this guy right. wants and, to get the fuck out. And and, and the great thing, so this is this is um, good luck dim sum. 
So this might be the best dim sum place in America. Really? Even though it says, like, yeah. I read it as good luck eating this dim sum. <laughs> good luck with this dim sum. No, it's really good. Oh, and, uh, and there they go. Like, there's a man getting in line. They probably open around 7. Getting um, in line? Probably, it looks like he's going to make the dim sum. He might be going to make the dim sum. It's a little early. And then they always have these political posters because it's, it's hugely popular. The, the, our first Chinese-American mayor, this guy named Ed Lee, part of his uh, election day ritual was to go here for dim sum. But the thing is, there are thousands of San Francisco homes. That's part of their ritual at some point during the week. It's really fantastic and very, very affordable. Um, uh, dim sum and very so. so oh, these are the heart. These are the heartbreaking stories of COVID that are like barely well, hanging on. Like, they're not barely hanging on. They're doing okay. This okay. is these candies, so very good local candies. So oh yeah, that's that salt. Candy. That's that taffy shit, right? Yeah, but they make good chocolates and truffles and things like okay. that. I love taffy. But uh, well, no, they're not barely holding on because there's always a line there. But you have to be spaced out. I mean, San Francisco, you have to space out social distance on the line. How far are you going on your walk this morning, Linky? I'll go about half hour out, half an hour in. Okay, good for you. All right, so we got a little time. So let uh, okay. Yeah. So, so let's talk about how Melania, how do we think Melania got it? Like if she's never near him and never, never around she was him. Probably on, she was probably on the plane with him and Hope Hicks, which is probably not what Trump wanted. But, um, I mean, she's around him enough. But the question is, you know, they said that Pompeo and Pence tested negative, but that, that's not, you know, they could test positive tomorrow. I, I mean, he's exposed to a lot of people in the White House. And I can promise you when they're having those Oval Office meetings, they're not wearing masks. Well, every reporter has come out and said, based on their experience in in the Oval Office and in the immediate, like, West Wingy area, they are very rarely, if ever, wearing masks. I imagine never. I imagine never. So every one of them. It's it's finally, I mean, uh, sorry. I know this is 100% me and my, I could give a fuck if every single one of these motherfuckers goes down Goodbye, good night, and farewell, and thoughts and prayers, and it is what it is, motherfucker. See you later. I mean, I will say this. 200-odd thousand Americans have died of this disease, and I certainly don't care about the people in the White House more than I care about any one of those 200,000 people, right? I mean, their lives are no more important and no more valuable. In some senses, less less valuable. Correct. They were, I, really, they were really good people to die. I think – I'm going to say unequivocally, unequivocally and without a hesitation that – any one of those 200,000 plus people is a gazillion times more important than any one of those motherfuckers in the plantation yeah. White House. Right. Yeah. 28-year-old so doctors that are fighting on the front lines, postal work. Right. Get people, the... Older people who spent their lives doing good things. I mean, really... Women, women that have died giving birth that. to their kids that right. have left now orphans, like grandpa, like mothers and daughters who have right. died like two minutes apart from each other. Get the people fuck out of here. People who were loved by their families. <laughs> yeah, people who were loved by their families. And I think what's amazing is like, it just keeps going with the Melania tapes and Mary yeah. Trump. I mean, those tapes are horrendous. Yeah. Mary Trump is very good. I mean... The, the, the younger Mary Trump. Um, yeah, because you like, know why? Because she's not vin- she's not vindictive. She's just coming off as like blatantly honest about his sociopathic, right. she's not psychotic she's behavior. Fright- she's just frightened like the rest of us. Right. Um, but I, I think what, what's what's really noted, <laughs> interesting to me is that this year, for the last few months, has felt like a horror film. Right. <clears throat> now it feels like a surrealistic novel. This has gone from being, you know. Some, some some horror film to like some some Gabriel Garcia Marquez short story, right? I mean, this is just so weird where we are now, and we don't know where 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 it will go. Um, but you know, the other thing I would point out is, as the congresswoman who represents this district said, pointed out a couple of months ago, Trump is morbidly obese, right? Yeah, he's he's in his mid seventies and he's morbidly obese. And I suspect, you know, when you get into your seventies, when you're carrying that much extra weight, you get other uh, ailments. Related to that, that are serious. For example, related to your blood pressure, often related to pre- being pre-diabetic, right? Both of which 
are considered, you know, by the medical reports, pre-existing conditions, right? So, so you know, my sense is that it's a kind of a weird story, right? Because if Trump, you know, like Bolsonaro and Johnson were both much younger than Donald Trump and much healthier. Yeah, if but Boris Johnson got fucked. And he's much younger and healthier than Trump. Yeah. And, I... and so if Trump survives this, if Trump survives this, and doesn't give any major symptoms. He's going to, because that's another scenario. He comes out in five days and says, I'm all right. I beat this. Aren't I tough? It doesn't move any voters. But, but you know what? Uh, yeah, nobody's going to believe anything. He's going to be like, release the, right, exactly. release the test results. He's going to be like, no, it's private medical information and HIPAA and all this shit. Like right. his tax returns. No, I'm still under, his, his medical test results are going to be under audit forever until he's like 65 feet in the ground or in the Hague. Right. But, but if he does, if he actually has it, you know, we have to prepare for anything here, right? Including... A, I mean, you know, because I mean, ironically, you know, their, their whole their whole kind of right wing um, conspiracy idea that you know Biden is so sick, he's so he's so out of it that Harris will be the real president. We should be scared of her because she's an African American woman, right? I mean, that's kind of a big part of their campaign. But you can see that's not it's not so. I mean, I mean, that's what that's what easily could happen here, right? I mean, right. If you know, people in their seventies, it could take him months to get better if he's really sick. Well, it's not even months. I mean, I know people that are like long hauling it that are still yeah, saying that they have yeah. like, you know, problems breathing and and long issue. I mean, nobody knows, nobody knows shit on Shinola about the long-term effects of this, the neurological effects on kids, even though they may get it like not more. Listen, all of that medical stuff is, is so for right now seems so second nature because this is, I am literally like sitting with popcorn waiting to see every like half an hour, like if he comes out of his bunker, like, where is he quarantining? Like, is right. he, I mean, cause clearly he's still going to be tweeting. And what's going to be really interesting now is all of these tweets, unless somebody else has access to his account, which I'm sure right. they do, is going to be coming from somebody else or him. Cause nobody's touching his actual phone right now. No, well, I think they're coming off from him because I, you know, I mean, hey, look, he's going to be in communication with this white house staff. Right. So if he says, send some tweets out about how the strong the economy is. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Yeah. Good point. But I mean, he's not like. But but you know, the other point is that, I mean, I you know, I really just glimpsed at the headlines because I had to do I had to do my walk and then I got to go back and do a TV show, so I got to get ready. I'm, I'm not really. Do they they don't air that live though, right? That's uh to tape. No, no, it goes on Sunday nights at seven. Okay, you'll well, you'll uh, when I post a tweet, you'll put that in the next reply, yeah, so, so that we can all watch it. The Manhattan Neighborhood Network uh, YouTube site has it all. But anyway, um, so. You know, so they said Pompeo Pence doesn't have it. But this is a breaking story, right? I mean, I, I suspect that if, if in the next 48 hours you don't begin to hear about other people having it, then it's a fake. Wait till McEnany has to go through this because Kelly McEnany stood up there at every press conference, couldn't say shit on Shinola. She had no idea. She was left out of the loop that Hope Hicks tested positive um, and that Trump then, despite knowing, despite whether he knew that or not, he went to that New Jersey fundraiser where they said he right. seemed really lethargic and he didn't seem himself and all these things. And I was like, uh-oh for, Kel uh -oh for Kelly McEnany, breast cancer well, survivor, high-risk category, lying sack of shit. You know, I want to raise two other, a couple of related points here, which is that early in the pandemic, a Republican I know sent me some, you know, stupid meme on the internet about how well Texas was handling the pandemic compared to California. Right. And and it was just because it got here first, because, you know, places like, uh, you know, it just got here first today. <laughs> as of today, there are more deaths in Texas. From this Correct. Than California. Florida will catch California, too. Um, and that is, 
you know, I mean, look, I, I, I'm, a lot of people who died in Texas were not, I mean, it's not like, it's not like, COVID tends to hit lower income people. It tends to hit places like Texas, Latino people, because they're exposed more, right? Right. So I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, this is a terrible thing in all these states that these people are dying. You but, know what's even more terrible? It's run by a governor who does nothing but lick Trump's boots. Well, and no, But that's the point. That's the point in both these states, right? In both these states, these deaths are because of bad Republican policies. But I'm not going to respond to my friend with some, with some, you know, response of, aha, you want to look at that data now? Because it's a terrible thing, right? I'm not going to take joy in the deaths of these innocent people. I'm not um, saying to take I, joy. It's more, it's it's this, it's a horrendous I told you so moment. It's I know, exactly, exactly. I don't feel appropriate making it. But I also feel that what you're going to see now from the White House is that they're going to attack people like me and you, but not my name. Yeah. Because we're not showing proper sympathy. But the truth is, I don't have any sympathy. I mean, on some abstract level, I hope he survives just because it's a loss of a life. But no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. I, like, like, like. I'm not waking up. It's not like when Kennedy was assassinated. I wasn't alive when Kennedy was assassinated. But when Kennedy was assassinated, everybody and people, I mean, outside of a lot of some racists in the South, were very upset. And, and I just don't feel any of those emotions. Like, this is an interesting development in a news story. But And I certainly don't feel that way about all the people in the White House. If I found out that Stephen Miller got COVID, I would say I hope it's long and painful. Right. Like, I just like he is a horrible human being. If Bill Barr got COVID... I would say I hope he ends up on a respirator for a while and then shuffle, you know, and has a painful death. I mean, I mean, those are real emotions. And 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 the right, after months of ridiculing people with COVID, right, ridiculing people who are trying to take the precautions that right. would have saved every one of these people, if they had done the basic precautions that they ridiculed you and me and everybody we know for taking, they would be all right. So how? So now they're going to say, look, they're, they're, these people are so cruel; they don't care. Yeah, you know what? We do care, but we don't care about him. We care about each other. Right. right? And that but that's always been the case. It's always been we care about the greater good in humanity and we carry right. along just like you've always said, we carry along these these fuckbags that don't give a shit and they ride on our tail our sacrifice, our struggle, our right. suffering, our misery, and they still get right. to that's the biggest hardship that people have to struggle with. And, it's like and, and I tell you this much, I think Donald Trump should get no better or worse health care than anybody else. I somebody agree with you a thousand percent. Die. In the next in the next few weeks, somebody is going to die. We have to be clear about this because resources will go to Trump instead of that person. And there is almost no chance that that person has done more against humanity and against America than Donald Trump. Uh, right. right? And, and, that's, and even if Trump weren't president, he has the money that he could you know, make that happen. Or he could borrow the money from Russia to make that happen. Right. More, 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 more accurately. So, but, but that dynamic is a weird one because, you know, it is the messaging here. And Biden is very good on this, right? I mean, if you go back to the debate, which... I don't know if you saw my piece on it, but I wrote a piece about the debate. But, but you know, when the question about voter integrity came up, did you remember this towards the end of the debate? Yeah. That was the most important question of the debate because Trump spelled out his plans for stealing the election. But it, when that when – that, and, and I still, still go back to why are you asking Joe Biden this question, right? Joe Biden's been in public life for 50 years. I want you to point out one time where he didn't – where he suggested he wouldn't respect election outcomes or didn't try to promote fair elections, right? This, is no, this, this issue has no bearing on Joe Biden because Joe Biden isn't trying to steal the election, right? So it was offensive to even ask him that question. But but what did he say? He just said, get out there and vote, right? Yeah. He said, vote. We're going to work to make it as safe and as good an election as possible. Vote. This will go away. He will go away. It was a very good answer. Yeah, it was a great answer. I don't know how, though, like in a place like Harris County, you're going to get people to drive 750 miles to no, one polling that, place. But you're asking a policy question. You're asking a policy question. I'm just making a political point, right? That That's a people point. I'm, it's more of a people point. Right. But I'm saying on COVID, Biden will, on Trump, COVID, Biden will say the right thing, which is I'm wishing 
uh, him and Melania speed about recovery, and, and they're in my thoughts and prayers, right? Which is exactly what he should say. Right, and he are. actually does think, and he actually does pray. Right, so, so right, right. So, like, I'm, I'm sure that's the right thing to say. I mean, on, on the human level, you know, I don't quite feel that way. Right. I think a lot of people don't feel that way, but I, lo- I think a lot of people, unfortunately, have to take the position that they look like they feel that way. Like, I would love for somebody in the media to come out. And John Harwood actually, no, not John Harwood, the guy from Fox that asked Kelly McEnany the follow-up question about white supremacy. He's the older guy with the white hair. He's really good. Shit, I forget his name. He literally came back onto Fox after he got out of the press room and, and went to town and, like, shut down the anchor on Fox News. Like, I am sick of this. I am sick of the lying. I am sick of the dodging of the questions. Answer the question however you're going to answer it and stop beating around the bush and stop avoiding the issue. And it's enough already. And he literally, I think he thought they cut the feed because he was already, like, slammed his thing down on his little, like, table that he had there. And he was like, I'm tired of it. And you could tell how frustrated this guy was after sitting in that room, not only getting fed so many lies and so much bullshit, but exposing himself to fucking COVID. And that is and that is where that is a good kind of summary of what America feels right now, right? People just are sick of this, right? They 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 are sick of the, and, and there's forty percent that are in the And he's a right? Fox but, guy. Right, but the rest of them are just like can't I mean you know, there's there's nobody unless you're in the cult. There's no way you look around saying we need four more years of this. You know, and 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 you know, so my, you know, we've the it's the hard. I know it's hard. Through over the last weeks has been more COVID deaths, expecting an uptick. Right. I mean, obviously for reasons that you know, I have my eyes very closely on the state of Wisconsin, where things are really bad. Right. Yeah. Um. It's been Trump's taxes, which are not good for Trump, right? Um, it's been COVID, and it's been his terrible debate performance. This is a way to get us to stop talking about all of that. Right. Right. And that is, and, and that is what, so that is, you know, and it's been this, this, ace, this Amy Coney Barrett, which is, you know, uh, frankly, to me, it's unfortunate, but it's a very quick story. The Republicans will confirm her. Let's move on, right? But it is, it is something that for Trump, like this story, it's just this too. This is too convenient at this time, and we, and with his record of kind of aggressive and pathological dishonesty, we can't rule that. You just can't rule that out. You know? Yeah. It's it's it, this is going to be an interest. It's it, it's going to be an interesting weekend. It's going to be an interesting next couple of days, and it's going to. I mean, Chris Christie is shitting in his pants right now. He was in the room prepping for the debate right. with what Trump. Do these I mean, that's what I don't understand. I mean, my opinions aside, what do they think? Are they, I mean, what do they think is going to happen when you go with the community of people who ignore the rules of COVID? I mean, Chris Christie is shitting his pants. I don't give a shit. Yeah, me either. I don't give a shit. I got friends who are living with elderly family. They're shitting in their pants every day and I, they're doing their best. I know. You know? Like, 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 who the, like, like, what the fuck is Chris Christie thinking? Chris Christie, Chris Christie, like he's still, you know, Jared Kushner. I mean, Jared Kushner fucks over Chris Christie like a mafia movie, and he still goes back for more. Yeah, right? it's it's so un, it, it's he's it's hard. For, he's that desperate for attention and to be in the public limelight. Look, you are a mediocre governor and a mediocre criminal. It's time to move on through life. That's it's narcissism. It's low. It's horribly low self esteem. It's having right, right. You know, no self confidence. It's totally desperate. And so, so he's shitting his pants, so he might get COVID. Look, I don't want Chris Christie to get COVID, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? 
I don't want any, I don't want a single more American or a single more person to get COVID. You know, I would love for this disease to, as Donald Trump is saying, magically disappear, right? But in the framework of reality, which is at least where I live, it's not going to magically disappear. But I still, but and, and given that another American will get it, I don't really, <laughs> I would much, I don't want some anonymous person who I just name, I don't even know to get it. So, and, and, and I'd rather, like, I value that anonymous random American's life more than I do somebody who is complicit in a criminal regime. I don't want anyone to get it. I don't want anyone to die. But it's not like I want to get Chris Christie less than I want someone else to get it. Or Stephen Miller, or Bill Barr, or Hope Hicks. You name it. Well, she has it already, but... right. I mean, my God! I know this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. I'm glad you. I'm glad I caught you before shit got really, yeah. really nuts. And uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be back on this like like within the next like few days because this this thing is gonna change. So I think this is gonna be like every half an hour. I think something else is gonna happen. Yeah. Someone's gonna test positive. Someone's gonna test negative. Someone's gonna end up in the hospital. Someone is gonna. I I can't wait to see if anybody leaves. The plantation White House because of this. If they've like said finally like enough is enough, or like I've had it, or that other idiot Olivia Troy who left two look, way, two years look, way too late. This is a White House that is headed towards a historic defeat and is now rampant with COVID. Of course, you look at like it'd be crazy not to leave the White House. Right yeah. Now. My goodness. It's on. Uh, it's on. It's it's literally unbelievable. It's it's the most ironic. I mean, you literally thought irony was dead like since 2016. Right. I mean, this is literally. Irony making a comeback, like bitch, I'm back. I know it's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. I really never left. I've been here no, the whole no. time. And this story could not get any stranger. I mean, it is so weird. I know. I'm. I'm going. I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of really. I'm on the fence. I can't decide if it's total bullshit or if or if if it's legit. It's too fucking convenient, right? That's the thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go dig around some rabbit holes and conspiracy theory websites and see who. Who's saying what? QAnon is going to come out. I mean, TrueAnon, not QAnon. They're the right. anti-QAnon people. TrueAnon is going to come out with a crazy podcast, I'm sure. And Twitter, I mean, thing, keep your eye on it, thing, Linky. The thing to watch here, it's, not, it's all going to be out in the open. It's all going to be out in the open, right? If, if he has no symptoms the next two days, he didn't have it, you know? Or they just hide him away. Or they just hide him away until he's over it and you never... Right, I mean, if he's hidden away, if, he's, if he disappears, he's, he's probably sick. Or, no or dead. <laughs> if no one else gets it, he didn't have it. You, you know? But what about all the people that Hope Hicks was around before she even knew? That's what I'm saying. If no one else gets it, oh, okay. he didn't have it. Right? Oh, oh, I see, I see. Oh, my God. How are you even going to prove that? I think we lost the names. That's, so, so, you know, you don't have to listen to what I mean, never listen to Donald Trump said. So, no, one last thing. Cause, uh, All right. This is, uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You there? This is the best bagel places. This is the best bagel places that are in the You can smell the bagel. And a city not known for bagels, House of Bagels. Well, you know they're up early. They're already working. The light's already on. They've probably been there since four in the morning. I think I'm losing you, Linky. Can you see? You're breaking up. I will take every one of those bagels. Yeah, the key here is the onion flaps are better than the bagels. Oh, yeah, that happens because they don't have... Yeah, listen. They can claim the best onion flats on the planet. New York City still has the best bagels in the world. On that note, All Linky, right. go, finish, right. go finish your walk. All right, see you later. Tell your mom we said hi. Stay safe. Okay. We'll see you. When are you coming back? Wednesday. 
All right, travel safe and uh, keep us posted. We'll, we'll, we'll check you out on the gram. All right, bye, Linky. All right, so there you have it, the downtown tour. <laughs> Why does someone always say downtown tour? Why isn't it just the tour of San Francisco, of Lincoln's favorite places, a few of Lincoln's favorite places in San Francisco, while breaking down the COVID conspiracy theory-ish Timing too perfect-ish. Trump caught the coronavirus from the trash panda potentially-ish. Sitch at the Plantation White House, which I think is a whole bunch of shit. It's, it is, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Hopefully this will be the gift that keeps on giving. However you want to unpack that gift is up to you and your faith, your religion, your spirituality, how you choose to treat people, what makes you probably a much better person than me in this case, and I have absolutely no problem with that. So stick with Lincoln Mitchell. He takes the higher road, uh, which also makes him a better person than me. For his Mitchell Minute on the Instagram at Lincoln A. Mitchell. On the Twitter, he's just straight up Lincoln Mitchell. On his website, he is plain old LincolnMitchell.com. Go read his books. Go interact with him on the Twitter and on the gram. He's also on MNN. He'll give you those links. He's also giving his YouTube talks on coronavirus. and Is anybody even talking about coronavirus and sports anymore now that this happened? I mean, what are we even talking about? What, what is even news anymore other than this? Uh, I'm sure there's a lot. Like, you know, voter suppression and making sure you're registered and filling out your mail-in ballot properly. And all of those things that are super duper important, even though this shit show of a circus is happening while all of this is still happening at the same time. Most of us, thank God, can walk and chew gum at the same time. Some of us, not so much. Just look at the MAGA morons. Uh, they can barely, you know, wave a flag and walk at the same time. Clearly, they can't wear a mask and do anything at the same time. That's a whole different story. Uh, and I digress because, as we all know, the end of the podcast is always just me doing nothing but rambling on about shit I either didn't say during the podcast or things that pop into my head right now before I release you and let you go because you can't take the rambling anyway and you probably just push stop at this point. And if you did, you would miss. Who knows what you would miss if that was the case. You may miss the information on the Jam Fam happening every night at 8 o'clock. We are over 200 jams in a row. Uh, we are waiting. We are waiting for Anna to return back to the United States. We are, you know, there's there's stuff going on everywhere. We're waiting for the finishing up of the 96 year old lady from Carolyn. We're waiting on Toulouse the cat to make it back into general population. We're waiting on Mary Beth to finally start baking again. Uh, we've lost completely lost up pastry plate who we have to go after and find. What else is going on it, with the jam fam? Um, Wong is out, like, having vacation, like, chilling with Franklin. Um, and I, I'm probably, Bayblock is, like, now, like, set up a whole weight room down in Atlantic City, holding down the southern part of the Dirty Jurors. Hazmat is probably going to lock herself in her house uh, with the Buddha belly uh, until people can get their shit together and wear masks and keep their kids away from them. Uh, Guapa is still guapaing with the peeps. The peeps are still hanging tough. Um, we're going to try to go see the peeps and make an in-person, in-real-life visit before winter comes or before somebody, because all it's going to take is one case of COVID to shut down the in-person visiting in the garden, and we don't want that to happen. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of potential, uh, you know, and if, and if you have more questions, you want to know what's going on, really more than the things that I've probably forgotten to talk about, 
you can always just come to the fucking jam at eight o'clock on my live Instagram. It's the jam fam. It's some of the coolest, it's, it's not some of, it's all the coolest peeps that you'll ever want to hang out with for an hour. Generally more because the chat always continues. We into the wee hours of the morning because time zones uh, and lack of sleep and insomnia and other things. <laughs> Anxiety, uh, depression, uh, I don't know, narcolepsy. That you know, there's a lot of reasons that everybody's up all hours of the night in the chat, kicking it. But that's the best part of the chat. And the chat is free. The jam is free. I mean, there is there is so many good things happening. It's good people doing good things, supporting one another. So I'm gonna be quiet. The chat can speak for itself, the jam fam can speak for themselves, and you can all speak to them uh in in the uh group chat so come hang with us at eight o'clock eastern time <laughs> that is the one time zone i do know and the only time that i'm really able to show up consistently where i'm supposed to be and when i'm supposed to be there uh so with that being said come come and hang thanks for listening as always and uh thanks to linky for <laughs> letting me wake him up at the crack of dawn and still being able to probably on one cup of coffee kick it and stick it uh, as he always does. So without any further ado, I will end this agony of me endlessly rambling. You're welcome. Peace. Yo, wear a mask and not a chin mask, not a nose mask. And we'll get into the rant, the next one that is going to be the utter rage that I now have at my own brother, because you know what? I don't pull any punches and I'm an equal opportunity offender. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you don't get your shit together and do this fucking right, I will take you down to the motherfucking mat. So the rage is still simmering below the surface. And if you need to know, that will be the next rant following this one. This one, way more important, though, on all the levels that Lincoln talked about. So remember, wash your hands, wear your mask the right way. It's not difficult. And uh, check on your people. That's not difficult either. That can make or break somebody's day. So just send, send the text. Make the call. Drive by. Honk the horn. Walk the dog. Do something to make somebody else's day better. That's, that is my cheese ball feel good inspiration for the day. It is Friday. Happy weekend. We made it another week in the bag. Here's to the weekend. Shabbat Shah. Trump's got COVID. And if I had a soundtrack, I would insert raging applause. All right. And, <laughs> and that is why I am the person that I am. And that is why Lincoln is who he is. And that is why you are who you are. And that is the end of this podcast. Peace and hair grease. Thank you.